destruction of the society as we know it. And that's not, I'm not being a conspiracy theorist or anything. This is what this is trying to do. And you know what? The average, I grew up in a family that was basically a labor family. All right. Mm. All my my uncles, they were dyed in the wool labor voters all their lives. My father was a dyed in the wool labor voter. And then when he came across union corruption, et cetera, et cetera, he tended to go across to the conservative side. At the end of the day, the values of the rest of the family were not the values of this bloke. This is what has to be sheeted home. I understand Mm. people who say, but I can't vote liberal. Well, then don't. Vote for an independent. Vote for someone who's going to stand up for your rights and your values, the real values of Australians. Mm. Absolutely. And and just I'm going to introduce Michael Piastrino in a second. Michael, why tell us a little bit about your story. Why are you running? What I know during the, the lockdowns, you were pretty fired up, man. You what caused you to stand up and say, I've had enough, I'm gonna do something about it. Thanks for having me, Pat. Basically, during the lockdowns, obviously I'm in the hair and, and beauty industry, and I saw many friends lose businesses, try to take their lives. I saw families torn apart because of the lockdowns which um, Daniel Andrews caused. And I remember very clearly, uh, it was a Sunday and I was making pizza at home with my kids and my son looked at me and he said, Dad, will you help the people of Victoria? And in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm only one bloke. What can I do? But then I remembered, hang on, I do have a voice, I do have a heart and I've got a lot of passion. So after contacting a few media outlets, I think I was on every uh, channel from Channel 7, Channel 9, Sunrise and all sorts to make sure Victoria reopened. And when we did reopen, it was like a a school teacher said, hey, we could go out and play. And I said, it doesn't sit right with me. I I believe that there's more to this. So when there was an opportunity um, that came up that I could um, actually um, in, I um, took that opportunity and I'm here to shake, rattle and roll Daniel Andrews' cage because he's an evil dictator. What he's done to family, he has not been held accountable. He tends to um, uh, not recall. But guess what, Mm -hmm. Daniel? We can recall everything you have done. We will stand tall, chest out, and it is a battle for David and Goliath. And as as Ian Cook said, I am fighting for families just like Ian. I'm fighting for every business from small, medium, large. I'm fighting for those families that have been torn apart. Because I tell you what, tonight at the dinner table, there is a mother who's not at that dinner table because and I and I and I and I clearly have actually had enough. Oops. Sorry. Mm. Guys, interesting thing for me. Sorry, Michael, I'm I'm finding it hard to hear you, but what what I found about this guy, Dan Andrews, he is obsessed with control. To me, again, I come from a Christian perspective, so give me a bit of license here on this one. Yeah, the good book says that there are many antichrists among you right now. I'm not saying this guy is the antichrist. He's not that smart. But he represents that spirit where he wants to control and dominate every single fabric of society. I'll give you an example. The other week when uh, that saga there with the Essendon Football Club where a man on the basis of his faith for something that he didn't write gets fired as a chairman. And then Dan Andrews says, I'm a Catholic. Well, it seems to me like he's trying to redefine Catholicism because last time I looked, last time I looked, the Catholic Church wasn't backing what Dan's backing. Certainly not 
in this whole I- I- issue with what's happening with children. Now, Ian, how, what do you think about that that sense of control that this man is obsessed with? It's 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 the ultimate in hypocrisy. Okay, yes, he's evil, um, and that that's and that's not just from me. That's from everything he has done. But the guy, the guy. Um, stands up and says this and is happy to watch a man lose his income, lose his job, have a taint on his career, and yet the very church that Daniel Andrews uh, belongs to, the Catholic Church, has the same values. So where, where, why isn't Daniel Andrews resigning, saying, you know what, because I belong to this church, I need to resign? Either that or excommunicate yourself from that church. Denounce your religion because your values don't align with it. And then 100%. see what... 100%. Aidan, what, what, what's your take on what happened there in Victoria with uh, the, sure. the similar situation? Well, I'll go one step further because I was raised in the Catholic tradition. I worked for Catholic schools for the last seven years. I've seen it in Parliament. The top echelons of the Catholic Church are corrupt, full stop. That includes the Archbishop Peter Comoncelli, who saw 1,200 staff under his watch as the 100% shareholder of Max, it's a new governance structure. I can't help but think they're working in cahoots. The, um, the top echelons of a lot of faiths need a massive clean out. They have been whining and dining with the with the politicians and their glorified socialites. As you referred to the good, bo- the good book, mate, these are just Pharisees on steroids. I've seen it firsthand. I've worked in the systems. These people need to be held to account. I've told them if they can't step up, step out. They can't put 50 cents each way and serve. T- mm. Uh, you know what? I, I think um, Aiden it makes a good there? point. Uh, uh, studio, can you hear me? Still, have I lost everybody Hello? there? No, no, I'm here. Can you hear me? You're all there. Sorry, I don't me? know, but my, my earpiece yeah. is playing up. Now, Michael, you come from yeah, yeah. evangelical background, business. What, what did you feel in your heart and in your mind when that, well, mess happened down there with Essendon Football Club? How, how did that make you feel? Born and raised Look, in Victoria. Conservative family. It, it, it did upset me a lot, Pat. And the reason why is because I don't think anyone should be fired or leave their job due to their religion. Religion is an important part in our upbringing. And mm. without faith, what do we have? Faith is so, so mm. important. And it doesn't matter which religion you believe in, but I strongly suggest that Daniel Andrews stands down because how can he say he's a Catholic, like you're saying, and then absolutely bash a man. Like in this, like he's just bashed that poor guy's religion. It's wrong. You cannot right. do that. You cannot yeah. do that. And he cannot get away with this. And the thing is, nothing sticks. They call him Teflon Dan for a reason. But I'll tell you what, between myself, Ian and Aiden, a lot of people call us the three musketeers, the three amigos. We're going to rattle and shake his cage like he's never had before. That's the spirit. Ago. That's the spirit. Now, now, guys, <laughs> he, he, how, how incredible that now Victoria is the official sponsor of netball, as if you guys weren't in enough debt. What's the deal <laughs> with that, Aidan? What, what, the, tell, tell me you that, what, that's, that's buying votes, if you're telling me, you know. Oh, no, it's worse than buying votes. It's actually rewiring the minds of our sports people, because guess what? All those sports people are anti-coal. Mate, they're going to make it loud and clear that they're anti-coal so they can line up and put their cap out for $15 million. The problem is now, they've set a shocking precedent. 
the sports teams can line up now, and if they agree with the government's woke agenda, the government will now open up the public purse. They will tell them what to wear, what to say, everything to do except with the game. I think it's a massive conflict of interest. It's uh, It just shows you that he'll purchase votes. He's desperate. But unfortunately, the government will put their fingers in as many pies as they can to control the agenda. And this is yet another example that's just blown $15 million up out the window to tell them, guess what? We're going to, if you are woke, we will open up the public purse. Simple as that. Uh, Ian, this woke culture that he's propagating down there, and of course, you go woke, you go broke. I mean, $15 million on netball. As a businessman, taxpayer, what, what comes to your mind when you see that? And, and, you know, politician now. Yeah, you know what? I'm not a politician yet, by the way, if I'm <laughs> lucky enough. I'd end up one. Uh, or if I'm unlucky enough, I might end up one. <laughs> but at the end of the day, what you have is a um, you've got a desperate man doing anything he can with, by the way, our money to try and shore up some votes. Just to give you, an, I don't know whether you guys are aware, we have a huge, the largest 57, 60-seater coach that was vinyl-wrapped for the electorate, which we drive around the electorate. They have two vans, the same done. So Daniel Andrews, by the way, today announced he's got his own bus now. So, yeah, yeah, no, he just did that. And you know what they say, um, the best form of flattery is when someone imitates you. So eh, we had it, we, you know, we went out and we did that. The point is, I my my argument, sorry, my my question is, if it's okay to do this for netball, what about the Australian women's soccer team? What about the Australian women's cricket team? What about the boomers, the basketball team? Do they have to then stand up and say, we believe in all of your um, transgender, you know, taking the rights off parents legislation, and then you'll give us 15 million bucks? In which case, I say to those teams, be very careful. You need to say no because the destruction of the family unit via this government should be paramount. And in fact, the netballers should come out now and say no, right? If you have Christian values, family values, come out and say, we don't want your money, Daniel. And it's not his money, it's the taxpayer Victoria's money. Absolutely. I wanna do, um, before I bring you guys back on, I wanna show you a photo. Dan Andrews the other week was talking about you know, he's concerned about people that, you know, have committed suicide, transgender people. And again, that it's a tragedy when anyone does that. And believe you me, someone that has struggled with depression and anxiety, I know that feeling. But I want to show you a photo of a gentleman in Victoria who lost his life. Can my team put this, this photo up on the screen just so everyone can see? This gentleman, Stipe Lujvic, and I, I'm sorry if I don't pronounce his name right, committed suicide during the lockdowns. That breaks my heart. This is a father. This is a family man. This is a human being. Where was Dan's compassion for him? He didn't have any. Let me show you what Dan Andrews, this is a scene from the, from the funeral that was held for this beautiful man and my condolences to the family. We're fighting for you. I know you're suffering. But let me show you a video clip of Dan Andrews and his arrogance when it came to the two-tiered state of Victoria, the 
unvruks economy and the vruks economy. Let's roll the tape. Similar way to New South Wales, allowing freedoms for both vaccinated and non vaccinated at a stage when the state is at a level sure. of Sure, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I understand uh, the question now. Uh, in, terms of, in terms of the vaccinated economy, uh, to tell you the truth, I'm not 100% clear on what New South Wales' position is, uh, and that might be my fault rather than theirs. I can recall Gladys making some announcements about maybe five or six weeks after the vaccinated economy started, you would fold it up and it wouldn't be there anymore. I don't know whether Dominic has done the same thing. I, I, I honestly don't know the answer to that. That doesn't make any sense to me in any event, and we won't be doing that here. Like, why would you just get the system going? Why would you have the thing up and running and then essentially pull down that, uh, pull all that down, pull all the architecture that you built, all the infrastructure that you built, the culture that you've changed? Why would you change that four or five weeks later? We will not be doing that here. I'm not going to say to someone, oh, look, just wait us out, will you? Just, just, just wait four or five weeks and then you'll be able to go to the pub. No, if you make the judgment to not get and you reckon you can wait out us or the publican or whoever you want to think you're waiting out, you won't wait out the virus because the virus will be here for a long time and your only protection against it is being vaccinated. This will be well into 2022, well and truly into 2022. Then we're going to get into booster issues, so it won't be your first and second dose. It'll be have you, have, you, have you had your third? And then the other issue will be, well, who knows what uh, variant's coming? Who, who knows? Like, we don't. So we've got every reason to be confident. We've got every reason to be optimistic and upbeat. This is the Victorians have done an amazing job, but that job includes uh, uh, us making some difficult decisions, and that's to keep people who are not out of some of those venues that we've been talking about today. How long do you foresee? I cannot put a date on it, but I can tell you this, it will not be when we reach 90%. It will not be, you know, anytime soon. That's going to, that's going to function for a period of time well into 2022. There's been reports that um, there's been thousands... For instance, I'll give you an example. The Grand Prix is in April. I don't think there's going to be crowds at the Grand Prix made up of people who have not been double-dosed just to give you a time frame. You know, when I look at that video, firstly, the arrogance of this man is unbelievable. The other thing about it, everything he says is supposedly for backed by science, which now we find out it wasn't. We now find out through the papers that have just come, studies that have happened, that everything that he's saying that comes out of this liar's lips, because that's what he's doing, was inhumane, unnecessary overreach, recent study, and by the way, the big pharma have finally admitted that they didn't test it to stop transmission. Michael, when you see that video, how do you feel when you see, and I want to ask all of you how you feel when you watch that video again? What stirs up in your heart and in your spirit, Michael? <sighs> Mate, it brings a lot of emotions to me. I mean, you know, we, we, we've touched base on businesses, we've touched base on a lot of things, but, you know, I had some friends of mine, you know, grown men who were in hospital who tried to take their lives because of what he did. You know, the economy, I mean, I'm in business, I'm in small business, as, as many people know, and I see police signs everywhere because of what he's done. And he, what hurts the people the most is he's not taking accountability of his stuff-ups. He sweeps it under the carpet. If he came out as a leader 
and said, you know what? I stuffed up. I shouldn't have locked down. He'd have more respect from the people. But he has a smirk. He doesn't care. He gives our money away. Now, look, I'm all for sports. Don't get me wrong. I'm heavily involved in the boxing industry. I love sport. But Netball Australia, how dare they take that $15 million? They should be saying to us, you know what? We've seen the fire unions. They need you fire trucks. Don't worry about it. Take that $15 million back. We don't need it. All the hospitals, all the health, the health system's going to crash. There's so many hospitals that need repairing. There's so many schools that I've gone to in the Mulgrave district that Daniel Andrews has neglected. We've just promised $6 million to Mulgrave Primary School, right? As soon as I did that, Daniel ran there and offered $6.6 million. Well, guess what? I'm staying at $6 million for the principal. I have integrity for myself. It's not a bidding more. It's about giving back to those kids. Mm. And I'll keep on fighting continuously to make sure that Victoria is brought back to the place it was before, a beautiful place to live. And I believe in myself, Ian and Aidan, we can do this. Absolutely. Ian, how do you feel when you see that video? I mean, my blood boils and I just say, man, the the arrogance of the man. Yeah, no, to be honest, it makes me sick. I mean, I, I look at this guy and I think there is, he is so disingenuous. But everything that he says is just, uh, look at me, um, I, I'll make an excuse, I'll try, and, I'll try and get you to think about this or that and, 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 and direct you in another direction. It's the ultimate manipulator. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with helping Victoria, et cetera. He's just manipulating the situation for his own political and, um, and, and power base. That's the end of it. And I can't, uh, you know, there are some days when you just sit there and you re-watch this and you re-watch what the police did, like you showed us in the beginning, and you say to yourself, where do we live? Are we living in the Middle East, Beirut? Are we living in another country? How can yeah. this guy stand there and lie? And, and people just, well, you know what? Some people accept it. I don't think a lot of others are. The last point I'd make about this is his lockdowns, what he did, the evidence is now coming out, and this is particularly for girls, girls between the age of about 15 to 25. They are pretty much far more social than boys, so they need their peer group, and he restricted them from their peer group for so long and that, the, that we're now going to see a period of time where you have the equivalent of PSD, what they call it, post-traumatic stress syndrome, for young girls because they were locked out. They've disengaged from their sporting associations. They've disengaged from their youth associations. They, they've spent so much time on iPods and iPads, that's become their friend. We need to make sure that the resources now are placed into those areas to make sure that they are okay. Mm. Otherwise, we are going to have a serious problem in a few years' time. Well, guys, I'm going to go around in a second to all every all of the the panelists, and can we give them a big thank you here? And, and I know they want they'll want to see it on the chat. That I've got some great news, Victoria. I'm coming to Victoria live in Victoria on Tuesday. And uh, we're going to have a special uh, financial one-day event in Victoria, live in person. Haven't been there in a long time. Then on Thursday, we're going to be in Sydney. 
And then, uh, of course, the following week we'll be in Brisbane. So, Melbourne, we're coming there. Dan, I'm warning you, I'm coming to Victoria. And uh, you can register. It's a free event at masiti.com live, masiti.com live. That's next Tuesday in Victoria. I believe it's at the Sheraton. And then on Thursday, we'll be in Sydney. So come on, everyone in Sydney, come out. It's free. It doesn't get much better than free. And then the following week, we'll be in Brisbane. All right. I'm going to uh, turn over to our panellists. Gentlemen, final word. Aidan, how can we help you? How can we help you? What do you guys need? Actually, tell us what you need. And I'm going to give you all the final say. Aidan, over to you first. Mate, I'm, uh, I was raised as a man of faith, so I'll take prayers over preferences any day. Um, <laughs> also, uh, look, there's no secret the mainstream media have completely suffocated us. We have a movement of uh, 120,000 people on a, of a social media base, which has been growing. We're the fastest political growing uh, movement in Victoria. Uh, of course, at every step of the way, whether it's a Facebook live feed outside of Dan's office, which we're doing for 40 days in a row at midday, we call it High Noon at Noble. We are doing everything we can. It's guerrilla warfare now. It's word of mouth in the Australiana way. It's called Bush Telegraph. We are just asking people. We are here to protect jobs, homes, and families. We have a 10-point plan of awesome policies. I've seen it on the front line, the education system and what's happened. We're just saying, you know what? Go to freedomparty.net.au to see what we're on about. That's freedomparty.net.au. Spread the word. We can do this. I've, I'm yep. very, very proud to stand alongside Ian and Michael, knowing that we're all in here for the same objective, and I could care less who wins at the end of the day, so long as it's not Daniel Michael Andrews. Here, here. Ian Cook. Okay, I'm going to keep my message very simple. I would, help, with your help, let us appeal to traditional Labor voters and say, we respect your right to be Labor voters. Please, for the sake of Victoria, do not be Daniel Andrews voters. Powerful. Well said. Michael, I'll give you the last words. Thanks, see, mate. Um, since you're a look, family look, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Look, you know, as Aidan said, I always put uh, prayers before anything else. Um, but look, as much support, I mean, I came to this campaign as no one's ever gone against Daniel Andrews before. Um, in, in like the 20 years, he's never been um, de-seated. So my electorate was, um, you know, obviously quite small. We're building it up, which we have. We've got a strong team behind us. But please jump on michaelpiastrino.com.au. You can donate. It'll be great. All money will go to signage uh, and promoting us to get Daniel out. Or jump on Instagram, michaelpiastrino, at us. And, um, yeah, let's just get Dan out. And I believe, honestly, with faith and prayers, myself, Ian and Aidan, we're going to smash Daniel Andrews out. And folks, what I love about these three guys, they're working together. What I also love about them, they don't have egos. Third thing I love about them is they're standing together and they can so I've never seen the camaraderie as I've seen from these guys with one end in mind, getting rid of this awful man. Here's what I believe we can do. Number one, we can pray. I'm telling you, we need to pray like never before. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, prayer can unseat any dictator. Prayer. Number two, get behind these guys and support them. Send in donations if you need to. Come on, send them some help. Send, I, th these guys aren't flush like that bloke is. I'm telling you, they need your support. Number three, get out there if you can 
and hand out leaflets, put out brochures, get out there on um, uh, on polling day, voting day, and help these guys out. We can make a difference. I believe we can see Dan Andrews unseated in that seat. Now, let me just say this. Many of you say, Pat, I'm in Queensland. I'm from here. You know what? It doesn't stop you from getting on a plane and getting out there helping these guys out. Let me just say this. What happens in Victoria is going to affect us nationally. We don't want this guy going to Canberra. We don't want him in politics at all. He's got to go. And the way we do this, if, and if you're in Victoria, you need to get behind these three guys. If they can win this seat, he's done. I'm telling you, we need to get behind them. I want to thank you all for being part of today, guys. You've got my support. If at any time I can help you between now and November 26, just text me, inbox me. You're always welcome here on this platform. Thank you so much, and God bless you. And don't forget, guys, next week in Melbourne, mercedes.com forward slash live or something. They'll put it up there. Thank you, gentlemen, for being on the program today. Appreciate it. Thanks, Pat. Good job, Pat. Well done. Thanks, Pat. God bless you guys. Thank you. See you next week. Live on the road, guys. Melbourne on Tuesday, Sydney on Thursday, and Brisbane the following Tuesday. God bless you. Hey, listen. Listen. One last thing. We need your help. We've been shadow banned on some platforms and been banned on on all other platforms. And, um, you know, we we need your help. I'll I'll put a a link here in, in the chat later. We can go across to all our other platforms. We're on Rumble and so many others. Get behind them. And on Sunday morning, I've got a very, very special message on Sunday morning called The Midnight Cry, a powerful message on what's happening in our time. You don't want to miss that on Sunday morning. Set your clock, 8 a.m. in um, Brisbane and 9 o'clock everywhere else. And also, guys, follow us on all the various platforms. We need your support. We're doing this because we want to win our nation back. And I want to thank uh, Ben Alcott and James over there at Damn Good Productions, constantly helping us put these things. They run so seamless. Big shout out to the boys there. So we'll see you next week. Melbourne and Sydney, following week, Brisbane. We look forward to seeing you there. Oh, wait, this one. I'm so sorry. It's old age. And then later in the month, um, we've postponed our Gold Coast uh, uh, Awakening Rally. But at the end of the month, we're going to Harvey Bay. If you live in that area, can you get word out there, guys? Get word out there. We need your support at these rallies in Harvey Bay. I look forward to seeing you there. Hey, next week's going to be great. Melbourne, can't wait to get there. I can't wait to get to Melbourne. It's going to be so powerful. All right, everyone. God bless you and thank you. Please share this message to as many people as you can. It's vital. It is absolutely vital. Share it with every Victorian you know or maybe people that know someone in Victoria. Share this message. Don't just like and listen. Thank you. God bless you. Look forward to seeing you later on in the week.